you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Person is the category, that's what you chose. R-S-T-L-N-E, we always start with those letters, the common ones. We'll get those up there, ask our audience. This is obviously very important here, so very quiet as we go through this. Kyle must do it all on his own, starting with three more consonants and one more vowel. Okay, I would like a P, how about an H, a G, and a vowel. Ben, how about an O? All right, let's see how this works out for you. Again, nothing from you folks. Your fellow players looking on, rooting for you as well. Oh, boy, let's see. You know, you can do this. Yes, I can, Pat. I'm oh, going to do it. He already knows. Person, just do it. Wonderful human being. Yeah! Kyle Grant doing the, the, the last landscape on, on Wheel of Fortune. Welcome to Good Morning Football, guys. But Kyle Brandt was on Wheel of Fortune last night. Jason, myself, Jamie's out today. Kyle's in. Um, guys, not to spoil anything here. Mm-hmm. Kyle. Go on. I mean, I've seen I've seen Jordan yeah. put up uh-huh. fifty five in the garden. Uh-huh. I've seen I've seen You've seen Brock Purdy. I've seen Kobe go eighty one against the Raptors. Linsanity. I've seen Linsanity. <laughs> Jason. Kyle Brandt just dominated Wheel of Fortune last night. Mm-hmm. $160,000 you won for Make-A-Wish Foundation. $169,500 for Make-A-Wish. <laughs> Get it right. One sixty-nine five. Right. Peter, take a lap. One sixty-nine five for that <laughs> It was one of the most dominant hours of television I've seen, and I've seen a lot of dominant hours. Kyle, just Thank you. Unbelievable. Amazing. Thank you. It was for charity. You couldn't let anybody else get any of the puzzles? <laughs> Jason, if you want to get right to that, I did have a feeling of guilt about my fellow contestants that they weren't lining their pockets. 
I got to say, though, the final puzzle that I just solved, it's a little unfair. It's, it's wonderful human being to have it be about the person, Vanna White, who's standing right there. Yeah. Obviously, I'm just looking at Vanna. I'm like, well, it's a wonderful human being. It was simple. Uh, very quickly, and we're going to get into some browns. We're going to get all yeah. kinds of things. Jamie Erdahl's not here today. Hopefully, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, Jason was watching that clip. You go, R-S-T-L-N-E, they give you that. Yeah. You ever watch Wheel, and then you have three letters and a constant. I said P-H-G and O. Now, that may seem like a strange combination. Guys, I did the work. I did a lot of research and a lot of practice, and I read a New York Times article from a mathematician who did the analytics on Wheel of Fortune, and they said they watched like a 1,000 episodes, and they said the most common letters that come up in the bonus round are P-H-G-N-O. It's called P-H-O-G. And I would P-H-G-N-O. They don't pass the smell test for me. No, I would never I pick those letters. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to both bonus rounds, P-H-G-N-O with P-H-O-G. Here's the funny thing, and I'll bring it back to football. So after we do our whole episode, I go back into the, the makeup room at Sony Pictures on the lot there. Mm-hmm. Just want to say thank you, everyone. It was a great time. See you later. I go in. I see this big old cowboy sitting down in the makeup chair. It's Jared Allen. Jared Allen, the legendary pass rusher. He's on the next episode they're going to shoot. So I go up to Jared. I'm, 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 I'm you know, shaking hands and everything. He knows the show and everything. And I said, uh, yeah, you know, I said, do you have a strategy? Like, if you get to bonus round, like, do you know what letters you're going to pick? And Jared goes, P-Hog. I go, go, you did the work, Jared. P-Hog, yeah, man. And then if you watch, Jared cleaned up on his episode, too. P-Hog, P-H-O-G, all the way to the bank for that charity, guys. There's so many stories. So many stories. So proud of you. Thank you very much. We were texting on a text chain, all of us beaming. Uh, $169,500 to Make-A-Wish Foundation. You can make all the jokes on that is as cool as it gets. Yeah. We're so proud of you. Thank you. Um, we'll get more into, the, into this. We have other clips. Like, if you're watching at home, I know a lot of Good Morning Football fans were watching last night. Those Good Morning Football fans know that we're always presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, yes, most importantly. Are. And we love Old Trapper Beef Jerky. All right, the, the wheel of fortune is being spun right now, misfortune, on the Cleveland Browns. We saw what happened yesterday mm-hmm. around the show. Middle of the show, and the news breaks about Deshaun, and he's out like a lightning bolt. We had no idea it was coming. So then, all right, so we start talking, all of us, P.J. Walker, P.J. Walker, he's going to take over for Cleveland. No, they're not going with P.J. Walker. A bit of a surprise here, Peter. Who are they going with? They're going with DTR, Mm. Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And yesterday, Kevin Stefanski and GM Andrew Barry went to the podium to discuss their plans moving forward. Every week, you're trying to just make the best decisions you can for your team. Uh, I want to give him a, a week where he knows he's a starter. He gets a full week of preparation. Young player, uh, works very hard. Gave him a scout team game ball last week with his uh, work as prepping our, our defense for, for the Ravens. Uh, so he's gotten better and better, I think, in practice. Uh, works very hard. It'll never be about one person. Um, again, we're devastated. We're disappointed for Deshaun. But we're excited about what lays in front of us because we have an opportunity to finish the job. Okay, so listen, they're not out of the thing. They have a great 6-3 and three record, but they got this rookie who's going to start right Whoa. now for the Cleveland Browns. We immediately remembered at the table the Hall of Fame game. Mm-hmm. First preseason game, Canton, Ohio. It's Browns-Jets. It was this big Rodgers thing where he's visiting Canton and walking through the busts. All the chatter right now is, can you believe DeMarcus Ware sung the national anthem last night? It was incredible. While this highlight's going to be going on as we're watching Rodgers signing autographs, Rodgers is doing the in-game interview with Tariko, and he's raving about this guy because he's a California kid from UCLA. And I remember the next day, Jason, we were freaking out about stuff like this. He was just unbelievable. He was outside the pocket, inside the pocket, making throws, running all around the field. And at this point, we're like, DTR, should he just be the backup for Deshaun Watson? The end of this call, Tariko says, so the rookie, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, has put himself on the radar. This is way back in August. The Browns went on to win, whatever. But he looked good, and he flashed. 
And now, guys, he is starting for a 6-3 and three team with a shot to get to the playoffs. Speaking of the playoffs, here we are. We are mid-November, AFC playoff picture. Peter, what do you think? You look at the Chiefs, they're sitting there, and the Ravens are at 7-3. But you look at those last two columns, wild card yeah. and lurking. And it is wide open. We don't even have the Jets in there. We don't even have the Broncos in there. Those teams are alive, too. It's anybody's race as we head towards Week 11. J-Mac, so they're going with a rookie. They have a great defense. They have a great record. Where do you land on this? For a rookie right now, you think about it, and Andrew Berry said to the general manager, the first time that he got a chance to play was against the Ravens, and it was a chance where they were expecting Deshaun Watson to play in that game, and we're leading up that week beforehand, and for Dorian Thompson-Robinson, you're preparing, yes, but as a backup quarterback, it's totally different when you're the guy, and mentally, of going throughout the course of the week, watching the film, getting the reps every day in practice, and not only that, from a game plan standpoint, for the coaching staff, as you're getting ready to for the, for the week. When you know you have a rookie starting quarterback, you're finding ways to make it easier for him. When you're expecting Deshaun Watson to be there on Sunday, you're asking DTR in practice to just run the reps that you're eventually hoping your veteran is going to be in there dictating. So there may be checks at the line of scrimmage, different things of that nature. Whereas for the rookie, you're just trying to make it as simple as possible, let him use his athleticism and get out there and go play the game. So I think that's going to be one of the biggest things as they go into this week. This is a division game. They're playing against the Steelers and trying to prepare him to get ready to go is like, all right, well, now is your time to shine, and we know that. So, And they also said throughout the last couple weeks, he's impressed them throughout practice. Was a scout team player of the week last week as they prepared for their game against the Ravens. Now, if that's, all right, now go lead us down the line, it's a totally different thing because as I look at it, this Pittsburgh Steelers defense is no joke. And not only that, Mike Tomlin, his record against rookie quarterbacks and what he's been able to do, you look at that right there, 5-24, and 24, the amount of touchdown passes to interception ratio, they've been able to go out there and dominate. The funny thing is they've been able to win 10 out of their last 11. That one rookie quarterback that beat them? C.J. Stroud. That was this year when he put out that dominating performance against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So for DTR, it's going to be a tough road ahead. You're going against a really good defense and your rookie quarterback going against a Mike Tomlin-led team. So it's going to be fascinating to see how he's able to come out. Peter, I think fans at home are saying, well, that's cute. You showed that preseason game. Now do yes. the Ravens one where he started a real game and threw three interceptions and got crushed. Where are we at with this kid? Yeah, and then he found out minutes before the game that, like, okay, mm-hmm. actually he's going to be inactive. We worked out a lot. Yeah. It was maybe the least ideal situation for a rookie quarterback to be thrown into. He did not, you know, have a full week of practice. He didn't know that they thought Watson was going to go. And then before the game, Watson was told, uh, was told by the trainers, like, you're not going. And Watson did not play. So they threw him into the fire. They thought he was going to be Justin Herbert against the Chiefs. It wasn't that. that. And I don't think at the time anyone realized. It was week four. Um, I remember I was sitting on the sidelines before Commander's Eagles. That's how early it was in Philly. And I remember mm-hmm. getting the news like, oh, Watson's not playing. And DTR's got to play. That's unfortunate. And then the Ravens, you know, seized on it. And here's the interesting part about this whole story. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're showing that Hall of Fame footage. And that's awesome. And yeah. that was like, we came in the next day. We were all raving. And we have footage yeah. of me talking about how great he is. I don't want to show that's that. That's what we do in August. I don't want to talk. I don't want to show that because it's just. it's. Almost, You're not going to show it? <laughs> no, I have it set up. But we're not going to show it. Instead. <laughs> Um, I'm reading the article from Mary Kay Cabot that yeah. morning that you know number two quarterback Josh Dobbs is actually not going to play in the Hall of Fame game. He's going to mm. sit this one out. So they're going to get a better look at Kellen Mond and DTR. Yeah. So Dobbs doesn't play in the Hall of Fame game. Think about the sliding doors here. DTR goes, lights it up. Mm-hmm. Josh Dobbs is a Browns quarterback. Mm-hmm. All training camp. He's their number two. He's the veteran voice behind Deshaun Watson. He's there all August, eight days before the start of the season. They trade him for nothing 
to the Arizona Cardinals, a late pick because of Drew Petzing was it was the OC and or uh, was the quarterbacks coach in Cleveland with Stefanski, and he now is in Arizona. He knows the language. Fine, so he goes there. Trade deadline comes along. Right. Arizona trades him for next to nothing to Minnesota because Minnesota needed to get some veteran quarterback because Kirk Cousins was down. Did the Browns drop the ball knowing that mm. Watson was dealing with injuries the last several weeks, not going for Josh Dobbs at the trade deadline? Mm. Did the Browns sit on their hands saying, hey, wait, this guy was with us all training camp. He was with us all summer. He knows the entire offense. And we're just going to roll with Deshaun Watson and Dorian Thompson uh, and Dorian Thompson Robinson and maybe P.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, this might be a great what if, like at the trade deadline, instead of the Vikings giving up, what was it, a seventh round pick to go get Josh Dobbs? Mm-hmm. What about the Browns just getting an insurance policy saying, well, Watson has been hurt and missed multiple games. Maybe we pick up Dobbs for next to nothing. That's just a thought mm-hmm. as Dobbs is lighting up the NFL in purple right now. Well, maybe they really like what they saw on DTR. And they're like, you know, we like Josh. We have a relationship with him. But DTR has been really good. I, I think we were surprised. We thought it was going to be P.J. Walker. Yeah. They didn't. They went with it otherwise. You know, I, I tried to make a, this. I do what we do here. We try to be positive. So when Deshaun Watson's out, we're, yesterday I did this whole thing. I'm like, hold on. They're 6-3. and three. Mm-hmm. I think going 4-4 four and four the rest of the way, I think you can re- reasonably get a wild card spot. And I put that on Twitter. I, I sympathize with the Browns fans because the general reaction that I got is you're right but we were really thinking Super Bowl this year mm-hmm. like we don't want to go and lose in the wild card mm-hmm. round and I I hear you I, they had the makings of a team that oh my god at the end of February like the Browns are in the Super Bowl they got there with this defense to me this is not as much of a Brown story as it is an AFC wild card story Peter you said this yesterday the playoff picture is way more interesting because you have a six and three team that is badly wounded yeah and these other teams be it the Colts or now the Bengals or teams that are suffering like the Bills or the Texans or the Jaguars are like Let's get the wounded animal and let's go take that. So I think this has ripple effects for other teams trying to mm-hmm. get in. And I just don't know if the Browns could keep this up. Four and four is what it's going to take. But that's a tall order. I mean, there's, are, are the are Steelers not going to just attack the hell out of him from get-go with that defense? No doubt about it. You're going to try to disguise and do different things because – you can say, all right, now he's getting a week leading up, but we saw him in a Ravens game, and it was a lot. It was a lot for him to handle. And, Shrake, to your point, you talk about the Josh Dobbs. It's kind of surprising because when P.J. Walker was in there, they beat the 49ers. They were able to beat the Colts. They were able to find a way, and I'm not saying it was on the back of a P.J. Sure. Walker, but their defense led the way. They were able to find ways to win the game. So you kind of think about it like, why give up something to go get Dobbs if we're finding ways to win without Deshaun Watson? Eventually he's coming back. But now that he's out and you're just going with DTR, it's kind of surprising. But maybe he's been doing something in practice that they just can't wait to showcase. Real quick before we get to Tom Pelissero, Mm -hmm. what's the most frustrating thing for Browns fans is that for the first time since this Deshaun Watson trade, Mm. he looked really good. Got to see it. I know. It was was the worst timing ever. That's what it could be. I know. And we don't have to just rely on defense in the running backs. Like, we have a quarterback, too. He went 14 of 14 in the second half with a broken shoulder. Mm. Um, Say what you will. That was a pretty gutsy performance. Tom Pelissero, we're going to welcome you in from Minnesota. We're just hours from Bengals. Tom's gutsy as well. On Thursday night football. (laughs) What do we need to know ahead of that game? It's an awesome AFC North matchup. Well, Peter, let's start with Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins, who is out for tonight's game against the Ravens due to that hamstring injury that he suffered in practice eight days ago. Not a surprise. Jack Taylor said it was going to be tough just based upon the turnaround in this week. Higgins now has extra time to get ready for the Bengals' next game, another division game against the Steelers on November 26th, but they're going to have to move forward without him tonight. Defensive end Sam Hubbard also out for tonight's game once again because of his ankle injury. 
Better injury news for Cincinnati defensive end Trey Hendrickson, who hyperextended his knee in this weird post-play collision. Last week, he had an MRI. It came back clean. He is off the injury report and is set to play tonight. For the Ravens, they're also going to be shorthanded. Pro Bowl cornerback Marlon Humphrey listed as doubtful because of the calf injury that he suffered on Sunday. He is not expected to play tonight. Also, offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley out tonight because of a knee injury. Peter? Yeah, that's a big one. Um, we were talking Browns this whole time. AFC North is still very much, very much wide open. Uh, Tom, thank you. We'll get back to you in a little bit, dude. Appreciate your work. Uh, we got a good game tonight. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. (laughs) 
really important game. I feel like, you know, Bears, Panthers walked so this one could run last week. <laughs> but uh, Joe Burrow, who we've been watching a lot in that the O's videos. Peter, that's your guy, O's the, the mentalist, the magic trick uh, guy. Oh, oh, Oz, Oz. Oz, okay. Oz the mentalist. Adam so, Schefter approved. Yeah. Yes. Schefter a lot of tweets about that. Oz. Yeah. A lot. Michigan guy. All right, so anyway, I bring up because Burrow was part of one of these amazing things they do mm. in the meeting room, and there's all kinds of magic going on. Will there be magic tonight for Joe Burrow? He knows this. There'll be big stakes Thursday night football. It's a big part, of the, big part of the year for both of us. You know, they're coming off a loss. We're coming off a loss. We're both trying to, you know, win the division. So it's a big game. We know them. They know us. And short week, not a lot of time to put in a bunch of new stuff. So we got what we got. It sounds like Joe's just going to go out there and chuck it tonight. Yeah. Short week. We got what we got. Let's play some ball. All right, let's do the, the, the classic uh, football talk show thing, deciding factor. Mm. We have a no X factor rule here in Good Morning Football, so Peter, we, don't, we won't do it. So deciding factor, do that. Yeah, I, I think the story out of Cincinnati is the health of the team. Obviously, mm-hmm. Higgins and, and now the rookie out of Princeton, Romanian Rocket. What's his Andre Yoshevas. Andre Yoshevas. They're both going to be out, and it's like, how are they going to get going? And that's Cincinnati's story, and mm-hmm. obviously Hubbard and Hendrickson miraculously is going to play. Baltimore, it's like... What happens to us in the fourth yeah. quarter? Yeah. Why do we stink Get into it. in the fourth quarter? And that's a lot of the buzz in Baltimore right okay. now. They have three losses this year. All of them were in games that they led the entire way and then gave it away at the end. Take a look at this this stat that our wonderful producer, Rich Goldberg, mm-hmm. un- unearthed and has been making the rounds online. In the history of the last 40 seasons of the NFL, only two teams have led for more time through 10 games in football than the Baltimore Ravens of this season. The times we're looking at there is the times they're behind in a game. Yes. And at the bottom, like, that's the 18-0 Patriots. Like, they're way above them. These are all Super Bowl contending teams. Teams that went to the Super Bowl. Every one of these other teams. And they all were undefeated. Undefeated. The Ravens? The Ravens have led all these minutes. Yet at the end of games, the weirdest stuff happens. And at some point, is it coincidence that this happens to a team? Is it bad luck that it happens to a team? We say any given Sunday. Well, on three different Sundays this year, the Ravens have led late in the fourth quarter and somehow weren't able to come out as victors. This was on on week 10. But how do you explain the rest of the two losses? You look at the Steelers game. They were dominating that game the entire way. Pickett could not do a thing. And then George Pickens emerges at the very end and is like, oh, touchdown, goodbye, we'll win, we'll take it. Just ripping their soul out. This, okay, fine, division rivals, that happens. I still can't get over their loss to the Colts earlier this year. Yeah. They were beating the Colts the whole game. They go to overtime with the Colts in the rain at home. And a Colts team that was without Anthony Richardson comes in here and Minshew is, is working it in overtime and works him all the way down the field. Three losses, all of them ripped from them in the final seconds. I think this is going to be very close. I think this game is going to come down to the end. Are the Bengals going to take it from the Ravens in the fourth quarter? Because I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. Harbaugh talked about Lamar and how, you know, there's no quarterback I want in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Lamar. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh's talking about the message boards right now. What are, they, what are the message boards? Are the talk right? It ain't about the quarterback they're talking about. Is it about the coach? How about the HC? Uh-huh. What's up, dude? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, how, how is this happening? Every, and it's not a one-year thing. It's not. It happens year after year. So we're not there yet. It's seven and three. They win tonight. They're eight and three. They're sitting good. Everything's fine. But you better believe I'm watching in the fourth quarter if this thing gets close. How the Ravens handle, handle the final minutes of this game. To your point, Shregs, 
nine losses since two, 2021, up seven-plus points in the fourth quarter. Come on, nine? They, they find ways to lose games over these last few seasons. So, to your point, that is spot on of what's been happening okay. in Baltimore, and they're trying to figure that thing out. I'm going to look to the other side, and I'm looking at Joe Burrow, and the reason is he's been on fire, but you go back to that first game against Baltimore, and this was the massage gun game where he's on the sideline, oh, yeah. the calf is bothering him, he's hitting it with the massage gun, trying to figure it out, and then at the end of the game, is when he gingerly walked off the field. And I remember us coming in that Monday, and the questions were, do you sit Joe Burrow and come back to him in a few weeks and see if he's all healed up and if he's all ready to go? He threw an interception in the red zone to Geno Stone in that game. That was a crucial turnover for them. So you look at Joe Burrow and this Bengals team at the beginning of the season, and he said it this week. Joe Burrow said the last time I wasn't playing with a full toolbox. Mm. Well, he has a full toolbox now himself, his ability to get outside the pocket. You look at what he's been able to do as of recently, and we talked about the last two games, over 340 yards passing. He's been unbelievable as you look at his numbers since week five. And we knew it. He went in with the calf. He was playing through it. And I feel like a dummy for saying, yeah, you go ahead. Put Joe Burrow on IR. Let him get healthy and come back. He worked through it, and now he is rolling, and this offense is rolling. You said it, Shregs. They'll be without T. Higgins. They'll be without Andre Yosivash. There's no Marlon Humphrey on the other side possibly doubtful in this game. Can he get things going? Can he have like a classic Joe Burrow performance on the road at M&T Bank Stadium against the division rivals of the Baltimore Ravens? In order for Burrow to do so, though, they're going to have to hold up offensive line-wise. We're watching Sheldon Rankins last week from the Houston Texans, and I showed it in Uwe yesterday where he's slamming Joe Burrow to the ground. He had three sacks in that game, and for Baltimore, they get after the quarterback. You talked about Jadavion Clowney and him getting after. Justin Matabike has been unbelievable eight and a half sacks for them on the interior, so I'm looking at what Joe Burrow's able to do, his ability to move around the pocket, make things happen, getting the ball to Jamar Chase. I think that decides his game tonight. Well, I think you're there. I don't think the Bengals can win if Chase doesn't have a big game. Mm. Like, I I think this is going to be a Jamar Chase game, or at least it has to be. Interesting history versus the Ravens. Some wild stuff as a rookie, like just absolutely tore them apart. Play them earlier this year, not special, not big numbers. But it's an up-and-down thing with the Ravens. I think it's sitting right there. You're saying that Joe Burrow has his his full toolbox. He does personally with himself, not with the tools he needs to use. I Mm -hmm. feel like tonight he's going to have to put this whole bookshelf together with just one of those Allen wrenches, those little (laughs) tiny – and it can be done. Believe me, I've done it. But Chase against the Ravens has been awesome sometimes. He's been not awesome sometimes. I think if we look up tonight and it's the end of the game and Jamar Chase has you know, six catches for 54 yards, I think they lose. Yeah. I think they may lose by double digits, you know, unless, of course, Peter, the Ravens collapse in the fourth quarter. Happens. But this is not this is not this team we're seeing here. That This is a couple years ago. This is Higgins is on fire. Boyd is on yeah. fire. Chase is arriving. That's not showing up at the game tonight. I think we, we need an 11-catch, 128 receiver with a touchdown down from Chase, or I just don't know if Burrow has enough weapons. You said Yoshivas, Higgins, like, you know, I know Boyd wants to make amends for his big drop last week, but I, I'm, I have to bring it back to the Ravens thing at the end, because I, I wasn't familiar with this, this thing where at the end of the game, what is the teeth of the complaint? So it's easy to say they're losing these games. It's the coach. It's the coach. We need a little bit more than that. John Harbaugh has been around long enough to where we need to respect it. 
are we talking time management? Are we talking psychological? Or are we talking leadership? Like, what is the teeth other than just blaming the head coach with no reason? Yeah, I, I, there's not one thing to go through all of those. But you look at the game last week. They had turnovers late in the game. One of them bounced off somebody's hand, yep. and it gets intercepted for a pick six, which is tough to say. But when you look at them, it seems to be in the fourth quarter. You kind of take your foot off the gas, and they're a team that runs the ball really well. So you lose to running the ball defensively. They're a team that will bring pressure. Are you still bringing that pressure throughout the fourth quarter when you're up? I think those are the things you look at from a coaching standpoint of are we still aggressive late in the game? Are we playing to go win this thing? Mm-hmm. Or are we looking at our lead and saying, hey, we just can't lose it at this point? And I do think there's something psychological when you look at three seasons and it's continuing to happen in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Okay. Now you're just like, all right, what are we oh, doing wrong? There's a little bit of possibly yeah. panic. So it'll be interesting it's to see. to your point. too, because once the fans start feeling it and it's a feeding frenzy and then you're in the building and there's this tension in the building. And you said it on Tuesday morning that, like, you know, Buffalo on Monday night just didn't feel like the same. But when you start giving up leads in the fourth quarter and you start feeling it and it's that tension and it's like everyone's just tense, you can't play football that mm. way. And I think that's the fear that we get to December and January. And if this is a thing, well, we're in the playoffs now and it, you're going to have to be good in the fourth quarter. And you can't just say, well, it's just coincidence and we got to the playoffs. Yeah. No, like there's bigger expectations. It's got to be an annoying storyline. So put it to rest. Put it to rest. Close them out. Uh, guys, we have Santa Claus for Christmas. We got the Easter Bunny. We got Uncle Sam for Fourth of July. I think John Madden is now the official face of Thanksgiving like in this it. country. I, I moved to make it that way. It's the John Madden Thanksgiving celebration. That is how we are glossing it. It starts with Packer Lions, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. This is the best day of the year. Packers-Lions matters, sure. Commanders-Cowboys matters, 4.30 p.m. on CBS. And an NFC West nightcap. Mm. Niners-Seahawks is a great game on NBC at 8.20 p.m. And naturally, don't even turn on the TV, obviously. It's 2023. Stream them on NFL+. Plus. Sit there on your phone, have a drink. Uh, Peter, what else we got? Yeah, well, in all honesty, you're probably commuting back. You're driving back from grandma's, wherever you're going to be. Put on NFL Plus. Come on. Have it on in the car. Put the audio on. Listen, and you can also watch us. You can watch NFL Network. Mm -hmm. Good morning, football. We start the day. We uh, we love getting the the batting lead off. Batting lead off. We toss it over to Eisen. NFL game day morning. They're all going to be in L.A. They're going to do their thing. Then you stay updated on the day's action. You go right through it. In between the games, you put on game day highlights, and you wrap it up. You end your Thanksgiving with us. NFL game day funny. You leave it on. Guess what? Friday morning, you're looking at our beautiful faces. We're on again. Mm-hmm. We're on again. We're always there in your living room. And you watch all of that on Thanksgiving leading up to Sunday. And then you get a Super Bowl rematch coming up after that. Super Bowl 57. That is the cherry on top. But next, we got Andrew Whitworth coming through to talk about tonight's game. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. 
Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. Uh, the three of us guys are here. Jamie's out today, and she'll be back tomorrow. We, we, we are now joined by one of the best offensive mm. linemen of his generation, a Super Bowl champion and a Walter Payton Man of the Year winner. Let's welcome back to the show one of our favorite people in the biz, TNF on Prime analyst, Mr. What's up, Wit? What's up, Wit? What's up, Wit? Good morning, fellas. What's going on, baby? How we doing? Uh, before we get started... You happened to have an early night last night, and you tucked into bed in the hotel. Why? You know, I you know I just kind of scroll on the TV, and I found my guy Cal on the uh, Wheel of Fortune show, and I saw the frustration on his face when he went with the wow instead of the boy. It felt like Sean McVay in a bad third down call. Give me the timeout. What are you talking about? Kyle, I saw it, Kyle. You were you were, you were like no. Oh, no. All right, so you get on Wheel of Fortune, you're nervous as hell, I want to solve a puzzle, it's just, let me get something. The first puzzle wit, movie quotes, they're like feeding it to me, and I see it, and it's, um, I start identifying, I'm like, oh, this is Anchorman, Ron Burgundy, it's mm-hmm. a line that's on, that's on t-shirts, you can buy at Target, and it's, you know, you see it blank, well, that really escalated quickly, and so I, I went to solve without even spinning, I was, I'll just solve, Pat. I don't need, I, I got this, I got goes, this. Right, go ahead, and I go, wow, that really escalated quickly. And he goes, no, I'm sorry. I go, what do you mean, no? I, I know that movie line better than you do, Pat. I don't know what it says in that card. I got it right. <laughs> and wit, tell what is the real puzzle. What did I mess up? It's boy. That, ex- that escalated quickly, yeah. man. You, I saw it in your face. You wanted to argue with Pat right there. I did. I did. And it's, it's ironic because my heart rate escalated quickly, too, mm. as it was going. And I thought I, that was I threw a pick six on the first play. We lose 100 to nothing. Mm. But as you saw, Whit, like I got a little game and I came you back. Dominated. Let's talk ball. Let's talk Peter, get into the game. Come on. You got the Ravens and the Bengals. Obviously, you played with the Bengals for years. You're a legend from Cincinnati's uh, glory time with Marvin Lewis. So plenty of these games, Burrow and the Bengals, they've got to go in here. But there are some injuries at wide receiver. What, what's your read on the Bengals coming off that bad loss to the Texans? Yeah, I think anytime you see Joe Burrow get in these situations, uh, we look forward to the game he's going to have next because he's a guy that that uh, passion and intensity comes out when he feels backed up against a wall. But unfortunately for them, yeah, they're banged up a little bit at the receiver position and then also defensively, you know, hopefully Trey Hendrickson somewhat healthy for this game. And then uh, they're missing Sam Hubbard, man. You saw what the Texans were able to do to them running the football. And that's going to be a key tonight is, is can these guys stop the run against Lamar Jackson and, and make them one-dimensional? When I think about it in your job from a TV perspective, right after the game is over tonight, they're going to go to you guys at the desk and you're going to have to have your immediate take. Last segment we're talking about, the Ravens' three losses are these kind of pseudo-collapses that happen at the end of the game. They're one of the best 7-3 and three teams of all time, but they've got these three losses and there's questions now. Why are they blowing it in the fourth quarter? What's going on? It may happen tonight. What is going on? Do you think there's something there with them not being able to finish games? Yeah, it just seems like in the first half, they've been so explosive. 
explosive and dominant. And, you know, I was saying yesterday on the way here, I was like, am I ready to call the Ravens like one of the top three, four teams in the entire NFL, but then try to explain some of these losses at the end of these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard to understand, you know, really why they're getting that position. And the only thing I can think is maybe because of the new offense and, and really the ability they had to be efficient and run the football and do all these things that a little bit in the second half, sometimes when they kind of pull off a little and say, all right, let's just be safe. You don't see as much explosion from them. But I just think as this year goes, you've kind of seen this steady progression from them getting better and better uh, on that side of the football. And defensively, they've been dominant. I just think that at the end of the season, this team is going to be really special. And I think one to watch out for in the AFC. Yeah, for sure. And you look at two of their losses, one to the Cleveland we just saw, and another one to the Pittsburgh Steelers were late in the fourth quarter. And now we're talking about the Browns and the Steelers and the AFC North are getting a chance to go against each other. And Mike Tomlin this week said he needs to see more from Kenny Pickett. And on the other side, the Browns, not P.J. Walker, they're rolling with the rookie, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. So Sunday, as you watch these games, what are you expecting to see from these quarterbacks? Well, I think on the same side, what we just said about the Ravens and being able to unexplain, you know, be able to explain why they have these three losses and they look so dominant. Look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, a bottom five offense and defense in yards per game, but they're one win and a Baltimore loss from leading the AFC North in what is the top division in the league right now in wins, which is crazy. But I think that you really look at it. I mean, obviously, uh, we've seen it since Matt Canada has been on the sideline. They're two and oh, baby. So, hey, there's some confidence there in that. But we got to see Kenny Pickett, obviously, take care of the football, push it down the field, be explosive on offense. They want to see some of what we saw in the preseason that we got so excited about on this offensive side of the football. And on the other, you know, they're going with Thompson. And, and I think it's interesting because he struggled the first time they played the Ravens. Now, he didn't have much notice that he was going to play in that game. You know, it really was kind of a last second thing. They wanted to see him all week, be ready, prepared, know he's going to start and see how it goes this time. What a big opportunity for him because he's somebody they really said they saw a lot of upside in. And so I'm looking forward to seeing this challenge this week for them. But the Steelers, man, one game away from leading this division and it's all about turnovers for that defense and that's why they're here. They've been outgained in every game this season, and they say, who cares? We still win. Uh, something in your backyard at, at, in L.A. and your old team with the Rams who you won the Super Bowl with, they signed Carson Wentz, and then they go on their bye. Like, have you have any update on how that's been going? And Wentz in between had a baby also. Like, there's a lot going on in L.A. Uh, Wentz and Stafford as a quarterback's room. Any thoughts and insights on that? Uh, yeah, no, I just, you know, talking to Matthew, obviously, I think, um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see that room, just, you know, two vets like that in there. I'd love to hear those conversations and also find out if by the end of the year he gets invited to some of these five, six a.m. meetings. We don't know. Right. You know, Cooper and Matthew are very tight with that. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see that dynamic and and uh, also just that QB room over the last few years. I mean, wild Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff. Uh, they just like to collect these quarterbacks, that's for sure. But I, I'll be interested to see how that kind of works out and whether he, you know, with Matthew's thumb and the injuries he's kind of faced this season, that's the thing people talk about the thumb, but he's got other things too. He's been banged up a little bit this year and just fighting like the warrior he is, man. Uh, I, I don't know if I earned more respect for Stafford during our Super Bowl run or right now because watching this dude battle uh, throughout this season, knowing it's all on him to lead this football team has been really impressive to me. 
He really is a warrior. It's awesome to hear you say that. I wonder what's more intense with the quarterback meetings with the Rams or working the counter at the Wiener Circle. Mm. Uh, last <laughs> week before Thursday Night Football, you and Jason Kelsey, you make a special visit to the infamous Wiener Circle hot dog joint in Chicago. Wait, I don't know if you know this. We actually had a run-in with Good Morning Football with them. We sent them a bunch of angry run shirts and like just say, you know, show our appreciation. And they were really flattered and very gracious. Here's the video. Take a look. Thank you, Abba. We're number one in talking down here at the Wiener Circle, okay? So come and see me, buddy. You're going to have a nice day. It's a nice message. Always so hospitable. Sweethearts. Beautiful. What was your experience like there, Richie? is a sweetheart. (laughs) You know, hey, listen, it it was great. You know, we had a little Polish dog, some Chicago dogs. We had some, you know, cheese fries. I think she said there was some extra juice on the Polish dogs. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I can't really describe the juice as she could, but hey, the the uh, Wiener Circle was great, man. I mean, Jason and I, we've been in locker rooms, Kyle, so we, we've been in Wiener rectangles before, but that was my first time in a Wiener Circle, so it was great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's one way to describe yeah. it. Yeah. Wit's Wit, the best. Always, always. Wit, get in this chair right here, Wit. You're going to be better at TV than football by the time I'm you're done. Yeah. I'm telling get you. Get in this chair right Wit here. Wit ain't worth us. <laughs> They said it, not me. They did Absolutely say it. Absolutely love it. Thanks. Appreciate Thanks. you, Wits. Enjoy the game, man. I'll see you there tonight. That's the man. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.